Now, friends, we possess these, 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 these blessings, all these blessings and much, much more in Christ, even before we ever get to know that they are ours. And we get to know they're ours by reading the Bible. So without reading the Bible, you are clueless about what God has given to us in Christ. It's a beautiful morning, my dear friends, brothers and sisters. And uh, I do believe that we are all happy in the Lord and looking forward to his uh, coming. Uh, that is where our future lies, in Christ Jesus. So let me welcome you all once again uh, in the sharing of God's word this morning. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your grace and for your tender mercies. Thank you, O oh God, for our very own lives, for our families. Thank you, Father, that you have given us work to do. And especially we thank you, Lord, for revealing yourself in a very special manner to us that we may know you and get to have a relationship with you. Now, give us a um, clarity of thought, Lord, as we consider today's message, as we read the scriptures, and as we allow the Holy Spirit to teach us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, um, our reading today is drawn from uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 to 10. And the topic is our unclaimed riches. Our unclaimed riches. Shall we read Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 to 10? Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you, from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us take this letter as addressed to us. And so the message is ours today. And also therefore, Paul's prayer uh, for God's grace and peace is ours in Christ Jesus. Uh, verse three, praise be to God, to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in heavenly realms, with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and, 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 and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in according to his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. Verse seven, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace, 
that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times we have reached their fulfillment to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head, even Christ. That is the word of the Lord. Amen. And so what is God telling us today through the letter addressed to originally to the Ephesians by Apostle Paul, but which is today addressed to us uh, in Christ Jesus. That the message, as I mentioned at the beginning, is that we have certain unclaimed riches that are available in Christ Jesus that, the, that remained unclaimed and we need to claim them. Now, many of us do not seem to realize just how much we are blessed in Christ. We don't know or realize how wealthy we are in Christ. In other words, to be a Christian is a rich blessing in itself, even without more. But there is much, much more. We have an inheritance in Christ that is waiting to be claimed. Now, our scripture reading opens with praises to our God who has blessed us in Christ Jesus with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. But what are these blessings actually? And how are we to claim them? Where are they? Well, in the heavenly places, that's right. But how do we get there? In summary form, uh, verses 4 to 10 give us actually the, the nature of these blessings. And basically, the writer says, God chose us in Christ. That's why he is praising him. And that's why we should praise him as Paul did. That God chose us in Christ, those who believe, that is, God chose us in Christ before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. To be holy and blameless, blameless in his sight. That is something we cannot do for ourselves because we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But God chose us in Christ Jesus before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. It is a gift. Our salvation is a gift from God in Christ Jesus. Furthermore, the writer says, he pristined us. That means he planned and programmed in advance. In, he, he 
predestined us in Christ to be adopted as his sons and daughters. Before the creation of the world, God had chosen you and me, believer in Christ, to be adopted as his son and his daughter, or his daughter. In Christ, my friends, we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. I think forgiveness of sin is clear. Let me say one or two words in redem about redemption. Um, redemption um, works this way. Let, let's take the example of a bank loan. You've taken a bank loan uh, on a mortgage and uh, the bank is holding you a title deed. Um, and you, in order to get back your title and um, to have your land free of the mortgage, you need to pay the money. But supposing you don't have the money, the bank normally auctions your land and you lose your inheritance. But now, God in Christ paid the debt on our behalf. And so we, our lives that were held in bondage were redeemed. They were released. We are saved, redeemed, set free from our indebtedness to God. Amen? And that happens by forgiveness of our sin freely without charge. God in Christ revealed to us the mystery of his will. And what is that will? It is to bring all things in heaven and on earth into submission to Christ Jesus. To appoint one head over all things in heaven and earth. And that head is none other than Christ Jesus. And Jesus Christ is our friend. He is our brother. He, 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 he is our savior and our Lord. How blessed we are, my friend, to know such a personality. Now, these spiritual blessings may be divided into at least three categories. Number one, there are those blessings um, that come to us immediately upon being saved. These include forgiveness of our sins, or mentioned as mentioned in the in, in, in the reading, um, justification, that is declared innocent, eternal life in Christ. Eternal life begins right now, on the day you are saved. On the moment you are saved, we have eternal life. It is not a future thing. Eternal life begins when we receive Christ into our lives. Then there's regeneration. We are being rebranded, reprogrammed. Then adoption as children of God. Baptism in the body of Christ, so that we, you know, we become one body with Christ being our head. Then we have the, the blessing of spirit fullness, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, friends, we possess these, 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 these blessings, all these blessings and much, much more in Christ, even before we ever get to know that they are ours. And we get to know the hours by reading the Bible. So without reading the Bible, you are clueless about what God has 
given to us in Christ. Category number two, these are the riches that are ours by inheritance. Now, customarily, uh, inheritance is claimed upon the death of the donor, which may include maybe our parents or our guardians. In, in, the, in, the, in the same manner, our spiritual inheritance cannot be fully possessed in this life. We have the title, but, and we begin to enjoy some of the blessings in this life, but we shall receive them in their fullness at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The blessing in this category include our mental and moral perfection. The glorification of our bodies, restoration of the divine image which was lost when we sinned, and admission into the presence of God where we shall live with God forever and forever. Amen. Those things are future events. They have begun now, but they will be completed at the coming of Christ. Now these treasures are ours, and we possess them in, this, in Christ Jesus, but they are preserved until the right time. That is what the, 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 the writer has said. And according to this uh, writing is when the times, they are preserved for us until the times will have reached their fulfillment. Until the time for their fulfillment will have come. That is until when things in heaven and earth, all things in heaven and earth, will have been brought into submission to one head, even Jesus Christ our Lord. Verse one to, I mean chapter one of, the, of our reading, verse 10. Number three category, these are spiritual blessings which are ours by blood atonement. And these spiritual treasures are ours, but they will not come to, our, to us unless we make some determined effort to possess them. These include deliverance from sins of the flesh, victory over self, fruitfulness in Christ's service, awareness of God's presence, growth in grace, and an unbroken spirit of worship. Now these blessings are to be blessed again. I mean, I, let me see, I mean, again, they are to be blessed, they are to be possessed now, uh, in part, and fully, fully given to us at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, what do we take home from this discussion? Number one, my friends, you will get nothing unless you go after it. Christ has already done his job. He has di died. He is risen. He has forgiven our sins. He has promised you an inheritance, but you get nothing unless you go after it, deliberately, unless you go after it. God will not force anything on us. As Joshua fought to possess the promised land, we must also fight towards our promised perfection. Number two, you may have as much as you want. Now, God said to Joshua that he would give them every inch of ground of the promised land. He would give them 
every inch of ground upon which he, the sole of his foot, touched. So um, if they just took a few steps, that's all they would have. If they traversed the entire land, you know, and, and put their feet there, that becomes their land. Now, as we know, the people, um, the, 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 the Israelites, were not very keen on occupying all the land, and for some time they had left some of it unclaimed until God came back to Joshua and said, now you are very old, and much of the land is yet to be claimed. And God himself took action to see that the unclaimed bit was also claimed um, and settled. Yet, yet, at the same time, there were those who deliberately came uh, to ask for the inheritance. And that includes Joshua himself. But, but, but as far as I, I, I'm concerned, the most outstanding were the five daughters of a man called Zelophehad, who had died in the, in the wilderness during the 40 years, and he left five daughters. Now only, I mean, inheritance comes through sons. But here they, he, he, they are daughters, uh, I mean, uh, all daughters in one family, the parents are gone. What happens to their inheritance? Their daughters came and asked for the inheritance. And on that day, the law was changed in Israel, such that even daughters could inherit, so long as they did not marry outside uh, the family. Numbers 27, verse 14, uh, is our text for that. Now, number three, the category, I mean, I mean, lesson number three, you'll have as little as you are satisfied with, my friend. In Acts chapter, chapter 2, verse 4, for instance, when the Holy Spirit was poured on all the believers present, each spoke in tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Uh, and in chapter 4 of Acts as well, the believers lived together in common, sharing everything common, and the food were, was distributed. Whatever was brought and contributed by believers was distributed and given to each person according to their need. It grieves the Holy Spirit, therefore, my friends, that many Christians are quite happy to settle for less than the best and end up having a lukewarm and mediocre kind of Christianity, which is now really much of what we see in our churches today. Now, category, I mean, lesson number four, my dear friends, you may now have as much as you really need. You can have now as much as you need. Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Matthew 5, 6. Dear friends, God has placed before his redeemed children a vast world of spiritual treasures. But they refuse or neglect to claim it. How sad. How so very sad, my friends. So, God's people, let us learn to take God at his word. Whatever he promises, he delivers. But one thing God is not go going to do, 
is give us things that are going to waste because we don't need them. Or lie idle because they're not being needed. His invitation, therefore, is in Christ Jesus, his invitation, God's invitation in Christ Jesus is come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He also says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. So many Christians, my friends, live miserable lives because they have been taught to believe that in this life, we are supposed to be poor, we are supposed to be miserable, we are supposed to be needy, because all our treasures are laid up in heaven. That is where we shall get every, to eat everything that we want. Now, this kind of gospel is, 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 is called uh, pie in the sky when I die by and by. In other words, the attitude is, oh, I, I, I'm not going to strive for anything here on earth. I'll get my pie in the sky when I die, by and by. Well, 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 well. Therefore, this, this kind of gospel says, don't worry about food, about clothes, about shelter, about health. Just wait. Just wait. We are meant to be that way here on earth. You have your fool in heaven. Now, instead, Apostle Paul James says, we do not have because we do not ask God. And when we ask, we still don't get because we ask with the wrong, mot with the wrong motives. So come on, my brothers. Come on, my sisters. Let's go and claim our inheritance right here and now. Let's possess our unclaimed spiritual riches now. And let us wait for Christ to deliver, you know, in, in, in full measure when he comes. But then there are those among us who are not believers in Christ. My friends, that is work for us to do. We are called Christ to become his disciples. He, we taught and instructed so that we can teach and instruct others. We are called to live in such a manner that Christ looks attractive to those who are not believers. But when we choose to live miserable lives, when we choose to live in a state of unbelief and confusion, how shall we then attract people to Christ? If this kind of life uh, people live when they're in Christ, people say, I can, I, I'm better off without it, all right? This person is so quarrelsome. He's so greedy. He's so pushy. He's so loud and, and, and pompous. I am better than he is. Even though he says he's a Christian, why do I need to change to become like this fellow? So my brothers, we have a, we have a blessing that Christ is calling us to claim, but we also have a responsibility to live in this life in such a manner as to make Christ attractive to other people. Amen? I thank you for listening. May God bless you as you plan and, 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 and determine to claim your inheritance right here and now. May God bless you. And for you, brother and sister, who does, does not know Christ, come to Jesus now. Give your life to Jesus. 
you don't know what you are missing. God loves you and has got a great plan for your life. And all you need to do is come to him and seek his forgiveness. Just that I have sinned. Forgive me. And your sins are forgiven. And this inheritance is yours for the asking. Father, I thank you. You have spoken to us. It is up to us now to act according to your word. You have spoken to even those who are not believers. The invitation still is there. Come and receive your inheritance in Christ. Forgiveness of your sins and redemption from every, every, every burden, every bondage into which Satan has held you all these years. I pray, O oh God, that um, we may all be willing to respond to your word this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I, I know you have been blessed by today's sermon teaching. Please show us some support by liking, subscribing, and sharing this content so that other people can be blessed just like we have been blessed.